Hello, my friends, and welcome back to Farm Machinery Digest Radio. How do you like our new intro music? That is the Hot Rod Man from Tex Rubinowitz, and he is he is sponsored or sponsored heard on Ripsaw Records. So when I'm the Hot Rod, he's the Hot Rod Man, and I'm the Hot Rod Farmer. So we're going to change it up a little bit, and we're going to have Tex in the intro from now on. So just give me a shout-out at Hot Rod Farmer at FarmMachineryDigest.com and let me know how you like it. And if you just do an internet search uh, for Hot Rod Man, Tex Rubinowitz, you could see the whole uh, video of him playing and the song in its entirety. Actually, that song has a little bit of history to it, like I do. I guess like we all do as we get older. And it was used in a movie. I mean, uh, I think it was called Texas Roadhouse or Roadhouse 66 or something. And it was also used on a uh, TV commercial for Anco Wiper Blades. But this was a number of years ago. So check that out. The Hot Rod Man by Tex Rubinowitz. And everyone, thank you so much for getting together with me. Too much hot rod here. Hot rod man, hot rod farmer. But we are on Rural Radio, Sirius XM Channel 147. And as you know, we get together here every Saturday at 11 a.m. Eastern with an encore and re-air, normally at 6 p.m. on Sunday. But this particular week, it's going to be at 3 p.m. on Sunday because of the NFR, the National Finals Rodeo. So there's no better reason. Well, maybe, hey, I think the FFA is a better reason. Uh, but there's, that's a darn good reason, right? Dang good reason to be to move the time just on this Sunday. The next week we will be back to um, to a regular time. And if you miss an episode or if you're normally a Sunday listener and you miss it, then you could always just go to my website, farmmachinerydigest.com. And as you hear every week, you're tired of hearing it, that uh, it, one week after it airs on Sirius XM Channel 147 Rural Radio, it will air in its entirety as a podcast for eternity, right? Until the good Lord comes home or they take down the power grid and the internet and what have you which the way the world is going, I would not be surprised if either one happens very soon. But I have a, uh, a public service message that I would like to share, share with you in brief from a long-term listener and old friend, Phyllis Samanchik, who owns family farms just about five or six miles from our place. And Mr. Samanchik used to be the mayor of our town for many, many years and uh, Phyllis ended up cutting herself on a piece of metal on the farm on her leg back, I think she said, in in the spring. And like all of us farmers, right? Yeah, that's no big deal. Forget about it. Just go on with life. Too many things that need to be done. Well, to make a long story short, that happened in the spring. She started not to feel well. It never healed. And that's the take-home message that she wants me to tell you, that if you have a wound that does not heal, get it looked at immediately because she did not do that and uh it turned into a big problem she was sick for many many months and like most things in life it comes on you slowly which we're going to be talking about mounts today engine mounts and transmission mounts and they most things in life come on slowly and then ultimately uh phyllis ended up going into the hospital for just shy of a week 
and she's still under treatments even though she's released and i believe she told me that they had to hang a 24 or 25 iv bags of antibiotics in her because the infection got so strong and so deeply rooted so please please and phyllis asked me to say this on the radio and i it's it's 100 percent accurate good data we all ignore things ah you feel a little bit better or you get your mind is on you forget about it but do not forget about your health because the most important thing on your farm is you and if you get sick or you go down or something happens then that farm in many instances is coming to a screeching halt so it's too easy to neglect our health and we are all guilty of it if we're not hypochondriacs then we're the exact opposite right because in life uh i heard someone saying it's true everybody in life has two has two fears and there's either a fear of not getting obtaining what you want so you need a job you want to get married you want to have children you want to be you want to you want to farm and then the other fear is of losing something so we all have a fear of losing a loved one losing our job losing money and investment losing our crop and no matter how steadfast we are we all share to some level those fears but we also need to fear as we fear the lord meaning fear in that context meaning respect and honor we have to honor the blessing of good health so we're going to go to a quick sponsor break now and then we come back we're going to be talking about those forgotten mounts the engine mount transmission mount pump mounts and why you cannot forget about them and neglect them like our health and never forget agriculture runs on machinery but it runs on you being healthy Sirius XM. The best collection of podcasts is just a tap away. Hear podcasts from Marvel, including the award-winning Wolverine, The Long Night. And exclusive podcasts, Marvel Method and Marvel's Declassified. Plus original podcasts from your favorite Sirius XM hosts, including Stormy Warren, Fantasy Sports' Lisa Ann, and Jeff Lewis. Listen to the podcast favorites you've been hearing about. Without ever having to leave the Sirius XM app. Free for most subscribers. Just download it today and tap podcasts. Rural Radio is the first and only national radio channel serving rural Americans on Sirius XM. Nowhere else on radio can you catch Western sports every single day, making Rural Radio the undisputed leader for Western sports coverage. Between our coverage and downloading the Cowboy Channel Plus app, you'll have access to any major Western sports news and events 24-7. Rural Radio Channel 147, the agribusiness and Western lifestyle channel. Welcome to Bushels and Cents from Farm Machinery Digest Radio, heard exclusively on Sirius XM Channel 147 Rural Radio. I am your host, Ray Bohax, the hot rod farmer from New Jersey. A flex fuel engine has the ability to make corrections to the air fuel ratio and ignition timing based on the amount of ethanol in the gasoline by percentage. Ethanol has different combustion characteristics than pure gasoline in regard to its burn speed and energy content. For this reason, if you have a flex fuel engine, research how that model determines the ethanol content. It may use a sensor or monitor the air fuel ratio and the amount of fuel that is in the tank or both. 
Understanding this will allow you to achieve the best performance from every gallon. And never forget, it is not what you make, but what you keep that counts. Agriculture runs on machinery, profits on reliability. Visit FarmMachineryDigest.com, where steel and soil meet. Welcome back to Farm Machinery Digest Radio. I'm your host, Ray Bohax, the hot rod farmer. And we're going to be talking today about mounts. Rubber, and I'm going to call them rubber, even though sometimes today it's a hybrid type of rubber, but for lack of uh, better terms, we'll just call them rubber. And there there are mounts all over vehicles. So let's say on a, um, a pickup truck or a car, if it's a body on frame, then you, obviously you have an, have engine mounts. And depending upon if it's an, uh, a conventional engine where it's, it's from the front to the back then and not transverse, then there's a, there's a left mount and a right mount. And if it's a transverse application, there's usually upper and lower mounts. And then there's transmission mount. And then there's body mounts. And the same thing is going to hold true on a lot of equipment. Uh, and almost every equipment other than probably a tractor that uses that has no frame and no chassis to it and it uses the engine the transmission the differential as its as its chassis slash frame but you know a lot of people don't think about mounts and uh, the other day i went over here on the farm we still have what we, what we call the old farmhouse, which was my parents' house and the house that I grew up in. And uh, we have that house, and that house is probably from the, geez, early 1800s to mid-1800s, if not older. And um, it's in very uh, very good condition, so I don't want you to imply that, I don't want you to think that it's, it's ramshackle to something. It's not. I mean, but it's an, it's an old house, has hand-hewn beams in it, and we completely redid that house, gutted it. It was completely open inside, new plumbing, new electric, new heating, new everything, new floors in 1986, which is frighteningly almost 40 years ago. Boy, how quick time flies by. But I went there the other day because we had a cold snap and I wanted to uh, put the heat on because we keep it heated. We have everything in there. We keep it heated. And uh, my sister used to come down and stay there when we were harvesting corn. But uh, so I wanted to put the heat on and check everything out because prior to that, everything was off. So I, I threw on the switch for the boiler, the old American standard from, I think, 1954 when we bought the farm. That house had no water in it and an outhouse when my family bought the farm. And they had to put water, electric, and plumbing into it. Then we had, there was an outhouse. I never used the outhouse, but I wasn't born then, but it was there for many years behind the house. So anyway, so I threw the switch on for the boiler, put the well pump on, you know, checking everything. So I said, well, let me, let me stay here and hang out and let me let it run for for 10 or 15 minutes and make sure everything is good. And so I'm looking around and I found upstairs, uh, which I knew they were there, but I kind of forgot, old pictures. And until you find old pictures, I mean, I mean that's a stroll down memory lane and uh, that's a... A wonderful, wonderful thing to have. So with a ton of old pictures. And I found, and I said, oh my God, did I get old and fat and gray? And uh, but and then I also looked at and said to myself, oh my God, and I may have said this to you before, but really came to light because I'm looking at our fields and say, and we neglected the perimeter of the fields. Like 
a lot of farmers do, maybe not so much in out in Iowa or something or South Dakota, but here in the Northeast. And I was amazed in how the fields grew in tighter and smaller. I said, oh my God, look at that tree. Look how big that tree is now. Look, we used to plant up to there. And everything kind of snuck up on you. Like my belly, right in those pictures, I had a 28-inch, well, let's say a 32-inch waist. Now I got, I got 38, but about a 39, right? So, uh, so, and I, I used to be blonde, and now I'm gray. And they said, oh, my God, look at this. Until you look at that and have that juxtaposition of the way the fields used to look and the way you used to look, right, you really don't see it. Well, the same thing happens not looking at pictures, but what happens with mounts. And I'm talking about transmission mounts, engine mounts, pump mounts, wherever there happens to be a mount on a vehicle or a piece of equipment. And what is the purpose of a mount? Well, a mount serves, depending upon what it's, where it's located, its number one purpose in life right, is to attach something that's going to have either rotate or reciprocate to a solid mass. So let's say an engine which is rotating and the pistons are reciprocating to the frame of the vehicle or if it's unibody to the body of the vehicle. If it's a pump, on a sprayer then it's going to we're going to connect this pump which is going to turn and rotate right internally and then we're going to connect it to the frame of the sprayer so if you look at if you look at anything even my little mickey mouse uh backup generators the engine is rubber mounted excuse me onto the frame so we're going to use this to connect it to the frame so you say so well why don't they just use a solid piece of metal well the reason why that is not done except on a race car is they want the purpose is to isolate vibrations and what is called harmonics we call them vibrations in engineering they call them harmonics because usually when you identify it as a harmonic then you are quantifying you're putting a number to it a frequency so like a tuning fork frequency but to lay person's term we'll call it vibration and that's also an engineering term that's why it's called nvh noise vibration and harshness but it falls those falls under the guide the guise of harmonics of vibration of shaking at a given frequency so now by having a mount on anything right you are insulating something from the harmonics of that device operating whether it's an engine running whether it's a pump turning or whatever it may be so you're the the harmonics the vibration that are induced from this rotation or reciprocation is being isolated from something and then when it comes to a transmission uh automatic transmission standard transmission same thing that's spinning inside but it doesn't and and the on the vibrations the harmonics from the engine are usually also transfer into the transmission specifically if you have a manual transmission uh instead of an automatic or a fluid coupling because the fluid coupling or the torque converter the fluid absorbs some of that but still it, it translates because the firing pulses of the crankshaft even though the engine sounds even and if you feel the exhaust coming out it's, it seems even right like that right the thing basically 
is that there's there's pulses, there's accelerations and deaccelerations of the crankshaft and the connecting rods and what have you. And those harmonics go through everything. And so that transmission mount serves two purposes. It's to isolate the harmonics from the transmission itself, uh, the noise itself, and and the harmonics from the engine, but also to set the proper height to have the proper height the relationship of the back of the transmission if it is a a rear wheel drive application or even a four wheel drive application the back of the transmission for the angle of the drive shaft the universal joints the connections or whether they're constant velocity or 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 an old style universal what we would call a universal joint or t-bar joint and the angle to the of the drive shaft as it goes to the differential and then also if it's a pickup truck and it's a your full frame pickup truck or a car there's 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 body mounts so when the body is, goes down onto the frame there's rubber body mounts there and part of those mounts is to is to obviously to attach the body to the frame or the back of the pickup truck bed, right? It's on rubber mounted. You could see when you're going down down the Gwash Boward Road and it's empty, right? You could see the bed jiggling a little bit back and forth. And that is to absorb or insulate those harmonics slash vibration slash noise from the rest of the vehicle. Now, it's done for two purposes. Number one is so it's more pleasant for you to ride in and operate it. And then then number two is to keep those harmonics away those vibrations from other pieces of equipment because when you induce a vibration in something there is with rare exception is there going to be some degradation of either bearings or components inside there from the vibrating so those are the purposes of those mounts and what needs to be recognized is that as those mounts age and a lot of people don't give it any thought right just like we like i didn't realize how much my waist grew until i saw those pictures and thought oh my god but the thing is that that over time that rubber hardens that rubber gets exposed to to chemicals could be an oil leak on a piece of equipment it could be uh road salts chemicals right like on a sprayer and uh, excuse me and that deteriorates the rubber now most of us think of a failed mount a broken motor mount where the rubber tore but that's a catastrophic failure that's like it's like a blowout on a tire but historically, most of the time, just like my fields grew in, my my waist grew, and my hair turned gray, it didn't happen overnight. All right, what happens is that rubber deteriorates, and even though it is not torn, that rubber has lost a lot of its resiliency and its ability to absorb the harmonics, and for, and if it's locating something like a transmission, the ability to support it at the proper angle. So we're just going to take a go to a short break here, short sponsor break, and when we come back. We're going to go deeper into the deeper dive into this. Quick. 
Christmas is almost here, and you can get the gift of rodeo for an entire year with the Cowboy Channel Plus gift card. For only $119.99, you can sign yourself up or someone else to over 950 live rodeo performances and the encore stream of the 2023 Wrangler National Finals Rodeo on demand. Cowboy Channel Plus is the gift that keeps on giving all year long. Sign up today at CowboyChannelPlus.com and start watching the Cowboy Channel today. Farmers know that conditions can change quickly and shifts in the market or in policy can have a big impact. I'm Chip Flory, and every weekday on AgriTalk, we tackle the day's news with a panel of experts and lawmakers at the forefront of the issues. We connect producers with consumers, and we connect you with the information that you need. If it's related to ag, we're talking about it on AgriTalk, weekdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central on Rural Radio 147 and on the Sirius XM app. Three-time ACM Entertainer of the Year, Carrie Underwood. Reflection, the Las Vegas residency. Carrie Underwood at Resorts World Theater, Las Vegas, now through December 16th and March 6th to August 24th, 2024. Get tickets now at access.com. Carrie Underwood, live in Las Vegas. For VIP packages and more, visit CarrieUnderwoodOfficial.com. Cowboy Channel Plus is the gift that keeps on giving all year round with the Cowboy Channel Plus gift card. Get access to over 950 live rodeo performances and all 10 days of the 2023 Wrangler National Finals Rodeo. Live from Las Vegas, sign yourself up or others at CowboyChannelPlus.com forward slash gift and start watching the Cowboy Channel today. Hey everybody, welcome back to Farm Machinery Digest Radio. We're talking about harmonics and mounts. Now, because people think in their subconscious that the mount doesn't really move, because when you're looking at it, it's static, it's not doing anything, that you have to recognize. And we're going to talk about a conventional engine, let's say like in a pickup truck. So um, it's it's going what they call east-west. So it's a rear-wheel drive. Forget about if it's four-wheel drive. So we have the engine, we have the transmission, then we have the differential, is that every time that you step on the throttle, I don't mean that you're whacking it to the floor. So you're pulling you're pulling out of your farm lane, you pull, especially you're pulling a trailer, you're pulling a load, whatever, even if you're driving it normally, is what's going to happen is that in a direction of rotation of that engine, there's going to be one mount is going to compress and the other mount is going to expand. So it'll so that is why historically the driver's side engine mount is the one that usually tears because that is the one that is expanding. So you have these two pieces of metal and it's have this bonded rubber there and it's stop it's trying to stop it from twisting to the right to the passenger side. But it does it does move, it does expand slightly and then the other mount also now compresses and then when you release the throttle what's going to happen is the mounts are going to fall, go back to their natural the rubber being unloaded when i say go back it's not moving a half inch or a quarter of an inch but you're stressing that rubber and now keep in mind that the transmission is attached to that so even though the transmission usually has one mount which is a long mount or sometimes a round one in the middle depending upon the design is that that is going to be forced into one direction with the end with the engine 
So these mounts are constantly being cycled. They're being loaded, unloaded, loaded, unloaded. So what will happen is that as the mount that's going to expand gets older, it's going to want to expand more. So now it's counting on the mount that's going to compress to still be good, to not compress anymore, and then to be able to have enough resiliency in that rubber that when the load, when the torque is taken off the engine, so you lift the throttle a little bit, that it goes back. Now, so so they, they are moving, but you don't see them move. And these millions and millions of cycles, and if you live on a on a washboard road out in the country and you put let's say you have a pickup truck you never put anything in it all right other than, other than a bag of groceries and you're going down this washboard road is that a lot of people don't recognize is that the load on the engine is being taken <clears throat> is, is is being cycled in and out in and out in and out you say how come I'm keeping a constant speed? I don't know. No, because as the as the drive wheels, so in this, but rear wheels, front wheels makes no difference. Drive wheels go up and down on this on this washboard road. Is that the crankshaft is being the crankshaft in the engine is sensing that, and what's happening is that the load on the tire is increasing and decreasing. Granted, it's not a lot, but it's enough for that crankshaft to, to accelerate and decelerate, decel and accel, decel and accel very slightly. All right, it's hidden by the washboard road, but it's not hidden to that crankshaft and engine. So those mounts are really working. People think of just the shock absorbers really working on a washboard road or a rough road, but those mounts, all of those mounts are really working. The engine mounts, the transmission mounts, if it's if it's something with a differential so the take-home message here because we only have a couple of minutes left <clears throat> is that the mounts are considered a consumable and if you and just like just like my belly grow in right and my gray hair grew in and the perimeter of my fields grew in is that those mounts will start to deteriorate over time and that piece of equipment will have more noise vibration and harshness transferred into it into you as the operator but more importantly the heck with you all of the components that are on that that vehicle or machine so the if so if the if the motor mounts those are the most obvious if they're starting to lose their ability to absorb and to and to and to dissipate this harmonic then the alternator is going to feel it. The crank, the the, the the power steering pump is going to feel it. The air conditioner compressor is going to feel it. Everything is going to feel it. So, what you need to recognize, number one, is that they are consumables. And they're not going to last the, the, the life of the vehicle. And the, the second thing is that if you have the, if, if you're taking something apart and you, let's say you have a transmission, you're pulling the transmission out, all right, to put a clutch in or an automatic transmission, or whatever, and you have some age on those mounts, some miles, some hours, put a new mount in it, all right? If you're starting to get a driveline harmonic that you, and it's a, and it's a rear wheel drive vehicle, rear wheel drive, four wheel drive, you're starting to get a driveline harmonic, it's very possible that those mounts are deteriorating enough where you're, you're changing the angle slightly of the transmission to the differential so it's meant that it just because they're not turning and moving in front of you they do age and they do wear and that compression decompression 
plus the the natural thermal cycles, road chemicals, oils, whatever, all cause them to age and they will cause a problem. So I want to thank you so much for tuning in. I want you to know that the Hot Rod Farmer is pulling for you, the American farmer and rancher. And, And my beloved, beloved America, you have a blessed day. From the moment the first seed is in the ground, your days until harvest are numbered. Each day, every decision leads to your bottom line. So when it comes to harvest, rely on the only combine built to deliver the numbers you deserve. The Kloss Lexion gives you the quality, efficiency, reliability, and precision that make every minute count. Go ahead, let the numbers drive you with the Lexion Combine built by Kloss. Tune in to Roots Run Deep, hosted by Mackenzie Kimbrough, to hear from your favorite cowboys and cowgirls, legends of ranching and rodeo, musicians, artists, influencers, and brands who hold the Western lifestyle at heart. Embracing our heritage and keeping legacies alive, stay tuned as we showcase shades of our Southwestern lifestyle. Listen Friday and Saturday nights at 11 Eastern and Sunday nights at 8. And for more, visit RootsRunDeepAZ.com. This is Capri Cafaro, the host of Eat Your Heartland Out. It's a show that embraces the diverse voices of Midwestern agriculture. We explore how producers are innovating production and expanding agritourism. And we meet cookbook authors, chefs, and community leaders. We celebrate how food brings us together and enriches our culture. So tune in to listen to Eat Your Heartland Out, Sunday evenings at 7 p.m. Eastern on Sirius XM 147 Rural Radio. This is Justin Mills, rancher and host of the Working Ranch Radio Show, inviting you to join us on Saturdays at noon Eastern on Rural Radio Channel 147. We'll go in-depth on topics that are relevant to the sustainability of our beef industry. So join us on Saturdays at noon Eastern for the Working Ranch Radio Show on Rural Radio Channel 147, Sirius XM. Your home for the agriculture industry and western sports is Sirius XM's Rural Radio on Channel 147.